Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. Last weekend I got a glimpse of what I think heaven will be like. We had gotten through the first day of the high school rodeo. Zane hadn't gotten hurt too badly on his first saddle bronc and I had stayed in one piece pulling the latches at the bucking chutes for the other rough stock events. I was covered in a pretty good layer of dust when I headed home for a quick cleanup before my daughter Elissa's housewarming party. Elissa had been planning her party for quite some time, and I remember her being pretty frustrated trying to work around the schedules of everyone in the family, especially mine. I remember wondering why it was such a big deal. The house they'd moved into was on a rented place but sometimes women put a bigger value on things than men do and it seemed like a nice reason to have a family get-together. We were already late when I stepped into the house, but I ran through the shower and washed a pound or so of Custer County real estate down the shower drain, threw on some clean duds and headed back north the twenty-some miles to the party. I knew we were late when we got to Alyssa and Patrick's place but cars were parked nearly to the end of the driveway. Beth and I had been told this was just a family get-together, but sometimes these things take on a life of their own. As a veteran of a couple of graduation receptions and a wedding, I've seen this happen before. I've heard it said the bigger the farm sale, the closer you can park. I chose to test this theory since my legs were a little sore from being at the rodeo all day and I should have suspected something when they had saved us a parking place right up front. I was distracted enough that when the wind caught my straw hat I was slow to catch it. It bounced off a minivan and headed south and my son-in-law Patrick took off after it like he was working down a rope to throw a calf. He was giving it all he had. Then Elissa handed me a box with a flower in it which I thought was a little odd that she would have a flower for everyone at the party, but she did work in a flower shop at one time, and sometimes these things take on a life of their own. When folks started clapping and saying congratulations, happy anniversary, and asking, are you surprised? It finally sunk in that this had been a very well planned and carried out covert 25th anniversary party and this is where the glimpse of heaven comes in. There were a lot of folks that I love wondering when I was going to show up and glad when I did and it was unearned and undeserved on my part something that was done because someone loved me and to me this was a reflection of the love that Christ had for me along with the rest of mankind when he laid down his life as payment for our sins. A few years back I wrote a poem after a party that had not been nearly as fun as this one. But I came away with an idea. I would ask that you listen to the whole thing. If you quit in the middle, it comes up short. I call this one, Sore Spot in My Saddle Seat. The grass is stirrup high this morning as I ride. Calves are looking slick and fat at their mother's side. Sunshine warm on my face the only reason to feel blue is this sore spot in my saddle seat that reminded me of you. Ain't it funny how an ounce of pain can taint a ton of blessing? 
You are on my mind this morning. The reason has me guessing. I'm sorry that my words hurt you. I wish I could take them back. Once your anger gets the bitten teeth, it runs hard down the track. When my apology was not accepted, that really burned my hide. A person should tread lightly when testing a cowboy's pride. My first inclination, please don't take this as a flirt, is to just say, hey, that's the cowboy way. You can kiss me where I hurt. Friend, I cannot leave it there. I hope you know this true. For you see, I ride for Jesus who takes a different point of view. One should not respond in anger. His ways may seem unique. But I have a new appreciation for turn the other cheek. Christ was not a cowboy. He rode just one colt to town. He was revered and the crowds all cheered and laid palm branches down. As he was given praise and glory just the way that it should be, was there a sore spot in his saddle seat that reminded him of me. The suffering that he went through I cannot comprehend. Though I was a party to it, he forgave me, friend. His words and his example tell me to do the same. Holding on to bitterness does not glorify his name. In Matthew 22, Christ spoke to the teachers of the law. They asked the greatest commandment. His words stuck in their craw. Love the Lord with all your heart, but also love your neighbor. Though this isn't always easy, his ways are worth the labor. I will ask for your forgiveness when I get under your skin. If my walk don't match my talk, no one is taken in. I cannot drag you to heaven. I can chase you the wrong way. And that would be my shame when I go to him some day. Today I will stand up in my stirrups and adjust my point of view. For when I ride the trails of heaven, I pray that you will be there too.